refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome back to Raising Wildlings, the lovely Mel Burgess from Love Parenting. How are you today, Miss Mel? Oh, Good, Louise. How are you going today? I'm going great, and I must take my hat off to you because we're a li- we're a tight little tribe, us uh, juice regulars, and I was so proud to see that an article that you did for Mamma Mia went absolutely nuts for you, and you've been flat out recently. Oh, I contributed the the parenting um, insights to that um, article, and it, it's been so great the way that. Parents have responded to the topic, so keen to talk it here today. Absolutely. So, look, and I'm not upset at all that I didn't get the scoop because you've got to you've got to put these things out there. But it is obviously such a a contentious topic. So, fill everybody in who hasn't read the article, and if you haven't, go to Mamma Mia and read it. But what are we talking about today? Well, the. The person from Mamma Mia came to me with the, the topic of when people comment on our kids' appearance. Yes. And just how fraught um, that is and, yeah, like what what can we do as parents to support our kids to navigate, yeah, body image right from the, the little ages up through, you know, until they're our adult kids. Absolutely. And you know what? There, there does seem to be this thing where adults feel like it's their right to comment on kids' appearance, whether that be positive or negative. Uh, and that's maybe something that is a little bit unwelcome at times. And what it, that's a good point, isn't it? The positive or negative, um, it's, it's a tricky terrain because to comment that something's positive means that something else is negative. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're already in, you know, um, funny waters there. But just so random. Like I've got friends with um, kids who have red hair. Yes. People can't help themselves. No. It's, it's a <laughs> and really, really unuseful comments within the child's earshot. And we know that we become, we, you know, we become what we hear we are. And, yeah, so to talk about, yeah, spirited, fiery, um. Yeah, like it's it's really unuseful. You know what? I'm just going back in time, and uh, for for people who know me well, they will have a bit of a giggle about this. I am vertically challenged. I'm only five foot tall, but for a long time, friends of my parents would go, "Oh my god, she's so little. She's mm. so tiny. She's so petite." So all of these words. Like, yes, lady, I know, I'm short, you know, that's not going to change. And I'm so much more than that. Well, you know what it did? It actually, talking in that language, it actually diminished me because, Mm. you know, I was little, I was small, I was tiny, I was all of these words. You didn't take up much space in the world. I didn't take up much space in the world. And so I really had to learn that it didn't matter whether I was five foot tall or I was six two. I mean, my partner says to me, you might be five foot tall, but your attitude certainly is six two. But I had to learn that, you know, because, yeah, my whole life growing up, she's so tiny, she's so small, she doesn't take up much space. And I had to learn how to take up space. Yeah, how powerful. 
it's mm. incredible. And and so those little kids, they are born unaware and they live into their bodies and, um, you know, no understanding that um, yeah, there's any different way to be than them. And then at some um, point they become aware that there's ways of looking that are less than and more than. Mm. And um, it's really, yeah, it's really key if we can watch um, what we – because it's not just the strangers, is it? We we say things within their earshot or to them um, that contribute to the way that, like you're saying, um, we internalise. Yes. Yes, we and do. And this isn't, this isn't about, like, getting it right every time or – like we, we, I know you know, Louise, this is not – the way you and I roll on here, yes. but um, it is good to to just have the knowledge of that, so that we've got the choice to um, frame up um, where we put our energy and what we do say to our kids. Absolutely, because we can be really we can be really concerned about their being uncomfortable and do lots of blowing sunshine onto them about you're so pretty and. Mm you know, doing things really well intended that are actually, um, yeah, not so useful for the way that they grow up um, internalising that looks are part of it, but there's so much more to them. Yes, 100%. Now, Mel, I'm just thinking back to my girls are, are three and a half years apart and they were both very, very talented singers. But I can't tell you the amount of people who compared one to the other. Uh, oh, you know, yes. uh, yeah, I I prefer this one, or I thought this one's you know was uh, is outstripping this one, and it's like I don't want a competition with my own children. Um, you must see this a little bit that in complementing one sibling, you're perhaps diminishing the other. And yeah, it's it's tough, isn't it? Because we we want to celebrate the 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 attributes and talents of um, our people, but when um, when it's extrinsically motivated, and that happens when we teach kids they need to please yes. external from themselves, yes, uh, it takes away from their intrinsic um, understanding of who they are, what they value about themselves, and it's so much more useful mental health wise going forward, and just for navigating life well and with success for the the child to um, realise their own um, things they love about themselves and to, yeah, be their own um, cheer squad for that. So the way that that comes about is um, say someone comes home from a, a swimming carnival that they've done really well in, um, as a parent we can sometimes get tempted to say, oh, was you know was Jet in that race? Did you did you even beat Jet? Jet? Um, it can be like oh man. Instead of saying that, you can say how was it out there? Yeah, and like leave really open ended questions. What did it feel like? Um, oh, tell me about when you were halfway down the pool. Like what could you see? And that way, it's them delving into their experience to celebrate themselves, and um, and it's less about whether we think. Um, yeah, they're they're good or worthy or yeah. you know. <laughs> and you um, see it, don't yeah. you? I mean, I've often yeah. I've often opened Facebook and and you know I have friends who have you know multiple children and one of them excels in a certain area, 
And all, all I the see, areas. yeah, all I see yeah. is that kid, you know, with the parent yes. going, they've won this, they've done this, yes, they've, you know, yes, and, yes. and it's all, as you say, extrinsically motivated and, extri- and, and extrinsic rewards or accolades that is celebrated. But then you might have the second sibling who is the kindest, most compassionate, most empathetic person who will actually change the world, even yeah. though, you know, they didn't score three goals at their soccer match. Yeah. And there's no Facebook posting that, is it? That no. Like, um, Sam um, skewed it over so that the new kid had a seat at the lunch table. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so even that's a great point, reflecting on the way that we post about our kids yeah. online and um, – and maybe putting the energy into being with them in the moment and hearing from them what it was um, like to be out there playing that game. Yes. Um, yeah, soccer that day. And, yeah, it's it's interesting to think about what our version of success is and to keep questioning whether that's um, useful alongside all our, all our different kids and... Um, yeah, whether our energy's being spent in funny ways, ways yeah. that we've been socially conditioned, yes. um, yeah, to display success, um, yeah, and yeah, there's a fair bit of feather fluffing because yes. we work really hard. Like we, you know, that parent will have gotten that kid to so many soccer matches, made the decision when he got chosen for, um, you know, the rep team, put the money into that. Like it's understandable that you. Um, yeah, you want to congratulate yourself in a way, which yes. isn't isn't up to us. We need to we need to just do it or don't do it, but be alongside the kids in um, in more useful ways. Absolutely. Now, look, as parents, that that's certainly a lot to reflect on, and yeah. I think it's probably hit a few chords with a few people out there. But let's just say that. You know, we we are conscious of this. We are practicing it. We do recognise the different personality traits, physical traits, etc., in our own kids. And someone else comes to us, maybe mm. with both kids in earshot, and compliments one over the other. As yeah. a parent, how do we navigate that? Uh, it's 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 important for our kids to see us going into bat for them. Yes. So sometimes we don't say something because that's the person senior to us in age or um, power because they're our parent. Like that will often happen. Yeah. And um, when we when we feel rattled by something someone says, often it ties into a way that messages we were sent as kids that we also feel uncomfortable about. So yeah. um, a parent commenting on um, the example in the Mamma Mia. One was the child going for more cake and Nana stopping um, the child for having second cake. And, you know, as a parent, that might have, if it's your parent, it might have been them stopping you as a kid. So um, even if it's not a direct example, you going into bat gives the child the sense that um, they can depend on you, builds their circle of security. It also gives your little person within you, a little stroke, like a soothe. Mm. So you're not just standing up for your child, you're standing up for the little you that, um, yeah, receives those messages from that person or other or other people as well. And that that's important to to um, nurse our our little our little person who 
took those those hits. Yes. And, and a way that I spoke about in the article of responding is um, perhaps the child, you know, came comes back from Nana in that case and says, I, Nana didn't let me have another piece of cake. She said I was getting too big. Mm. And, yeah, and it would be really easy to jump on board and be like, it's not up to her to say that. That's damaging. You know, you could really go yeah. to town on Nana. Yeah. Um, but what <laughs> – or, or you could – and it's good to know what your go-tos are because your other ones are, oh, no, you're not. You're just great. Like you're, a, you know, you're this and you're that. And, and how good are you at like this and that's yeah. not useful because it's also cueing to the, the child that you're uncomfortable whereas, um, yeah, saying, oh, right. So you tried to like sports casting it is good. Yeah. Okay, so you went for more cake. She said no more, and um, but you're getting big. Oh, what was that like? It looks like that that hurt your feelings. I can see from your face telling me that that that's still sitting, you know, with you, isn't it? Yeah. And then they'll say it is. Yeah. And then you know, leaving the pause, the chance for them to you know um, process and be back in that moment for a sec. Yes. Because then you're letting them have the feeling about it. And you can say, yeah, right. Oh. And then they will say something. And then you, you let them lead you out of there. So have the feeling with them and then be like, oh. And, you, and so the cake was then you, yeah, it looked, I bet it, you know, it looked good and you really wanted it. So there. Yeah. And then she, she said that and you felt yucky. Yeah, I did. Oh. And you're, you love Nana, so I, I know that you care about what she feels about you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wonder why she has those ideas about, um, yeah, what it matters to be big or not big. It's funny. It's funny how often people talk about how people look. Yeah, you know, and lots of that. Um, you know, just exploring it with them from a data point of view, so yeah. that you're yeah. soothing them enough to go, yeah. Do you want my hand? Do you want a hand to talk to Nana about it? And they'll be like, mm, no, it's okay. Like, um, or yes. And then you can, yeah, be led by them for what they want. But they've felt seen and heard by you. So that yeah. way crap can happen to them out there with randoms and, you know, loved ones as well. And they've got you as a safe base to come back and um, um, we help them organise their feelings. And yeah. yeah, decide and, their own way forward. Yeah, and you know what I love most about that, Mel, when you were explaining that and you were you were giving us that scenario, is that you encourage the child to be curious about yeah, that interaction. Not judgmental. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and, and just to yeah, that's just so important. Be with it. Mm, yeah, yeah, so and, important. And that's that's applicable then as a skill for them across all the things. Like it you is. Can't, there's not a world situation that they can't take that to. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, you know, and just in, in other discussions that I've had, say, with uh, our relationships experts, they talk mm. about there will be conflict, but get curious yeah. about where that conflict is coming from uh, yeah. rather than judgmental or reactive. And yeah. your the scenario that you just gave, I love it because it actually models that to a child. So imagine when they get older and they are out in the big bad world and they come across something that 
you know, is confronting to them, that they will be curious about where that's coming from with the other person rather than blowing up, reacting, going into themselves, shutting down, swallowing their feelings. They know how to articulate yeah. their feelings and they, they, they've they asked themselves the question about where that could be coming from with the other person, which is empathy. Yeah, and then from there, they will place to set their own limit. So it's not just that we're raising people who are happy to understand that people are in hard spots, yep. but they're also skilled then to be like, yeah, and my boundary on that, like, you know, curiously thinking about what I needed in that moment, um, yeah, my boundary is, yeah, I want to set it here with Nana or, I, you know, the, the kid that's doing this to me at school, yeah, that's outside of what I'm willing to, to take, even if, you know, at home he's not feeling much power and coming to school and bullying yes. me. Like, yeah. So oh it's exciting, Louise. If we can if we can spread the spread the skill set there. Whew, Absolutely. This generation are on fire. And they are. Like my son said to me the other day at the table, are we talking about school and how much is going on? It's a whole nother topic actually. Let's do um the fighting, yes. the fighting uh, um, in the toilet <laughs> and at school. Um, my husband was saying the youth liaison officer is saying it's ac- across all the schools because they've come out of lockdown. They're establishing pecking order. They didn't. They didn't yes. do all that social, you know, hierarchy stuff in year seven, eight, and nine. Yes, so year ten and eleven having punchums. <laughs> oh god! Um, <laughs> not even behind the bicycle rack. So, oh. Yeah, but my son said, you know, if you, you know, you think someone's a, you know, like whatever the word he was that he used, probably can't use on the radio. And then he goes, but once you know, you know, you hear some things about their backstory and the how how home is, you can't help but, um, yeah, have that make sense of yes. you know, what they're trying to trying to manage. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, yeah, we need, it's like living with Yoda, living with him. <laughs> Amazed. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, that's great. Mel, there has been some absolute gold in this chat today. I really thank you for that. And I thank you so much for walking us through that scenario when that comes up as how we would approach our child and um, and how we can de-escalate the situation but also get them to set boundaries uh, have some empathy for where the other person's coming from and recognise their feelings all in a, the space of a three-minute conversation. That was absolutely brilliant and it's why you are so good at what you do. So if you wanted to find Mel, loveparenting.com.au and there's some fantastic free resources on her website but also you can organise a chat with Mel to see whether she can help you with your family situation and with your parenting. I highly recommend it. Mel, thank you once again for joining us on Raising Wildlings on The Juice. Oh, Louise. And the the um, Mamma Mia article's up as a blog so they can read step-by-step step how that de-escalation um was was laid out there. Excellent. Thanks, Louise. No problem at all. That was Mel Burgess from Love Parenting on Raising Wildlings.